Welcome to Today on Broadway for Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. Would you be my Valentine? I mean, I think I'd defer to your wife first, but sure, if you got no one else. Okay, and I'm Broadway star James Marino. Uh, yeah, so happy Valentine's Day to everybody, whether you are celebrating it with uh, a loved one, uh, a group of friends, Galentine's Day, if you will, which I think was yesterday, or um, a cast album, whatever it is. You're, you're, you're Valentine's to us, and you're special to us if you're listening. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And if you need something to do in, your, in the New York City area, you could always head over to Studio 54, where tonight they are having the very first preview performance of Roundabout Theater Company's new Broadway revival of Cole Porter's classic Kiss Me Kate. The show, of course, stars Kelly O'Hara, Will Chase, Corbin Blue, Stephanie Styles, and many, many more. It is directed by Roundabouts. Um, what's his official title? Is he the uh, artistic director, Scott Ellis, something like that, and choreographed by Warren Carlyle. The show is scheduled to run on Broadway through June 2nd, but somehow I have a feeling that if ticket sales aren't terrible, it's going to run a little longer than that. Valentine's Day, Kiss Me Kate, could it be any more perfect? I don't know, man. I think I said this uh, when we talked about the uh, weekly schedule. Like this, I know it. It it feels like a feel-good musical, but in today's day and age, I'm just I'm a little worried about how this is going to play. I know they brought in Amanda Green to help rewrite and tweak it for modern sensibility, but every time they say they do that to one of these classic shows, it kind of ends up either being the same or worse. And I don't. I, I love Amanda Green, but I just uh, just something about this one feels weird to me. The cast is great. The show's fun, so I'm sure it's going to be really good. But it just it feels weird to be doing this show to me. Perhaps we just ignore the book and call it a Studio 54 concert with totally. Kelly and Will. Yeah, that. And if they only ever do Carousel as a concert again, I'm fine with that too. Maybe that's how some of these older, really problematic shows should be done moving forward. But who knows? All right. First up in the news, critics review all about Eve in London. Yeah. Since the moment that this show was announced, James, I have been very confident in saying that as long as the reviews were good for this with a team on stage and off stage like this one, it would have to eventually end up transferring to Broadway. Well, maybe hold up on those transatlantic plans because earlier this week, All About Eve opened in London. Uh, as a reminder, the show is directed by Evo Van Hova and stars Gillian Anderson and Lily James as Margot Channing and Eve Harrington, respectively. Written by uh, Joseph Mankiewicz, the play is based on the 1950 film of the same name and something I don't think I knew, or maybe I didn't, I forgot. It's also based on the play Wisdom of Eve by Mary Orr. The show is scheduled to play London's Noel Coward Theater through May 10th, and it will be broadcast on NT Live later this spring as well. And maybe that might be the only chance American audiences get to see it, because the reviews, for the most part, went from really bad to middling at best. The New York Times has been Brantley got over to see the show and he said, quote, yet as adapted and directed by the international auteur Ivo Van Hova, what was originally a crackling high gloss satire now feels like a horror movie without a pulse. The shades of lurid red that satiate uh, that saturate the sets and costumes for this production, uh, which opened on Tuesday night with Gillian and Anderson as its invariated star, suggest nothing as much as a fast dying light lifeblood of an exhaust, exhausted masterpiece. Ooh, not good. Dominic Mast Maxwell from the Times said, quote, fasten your seatbelts. 
It's going to be a boring night. Yes, that's a misquotation of the most celebrated line of dialogue from All About Eve. However, this listless theatrical adaptation by Evo Van Hova feels too much like one long act of misguided quotation. Now, it does start to get a little better with Demetrius Matthew from The Hollywood Reporter, who said, quote, It's likely to be a hit, even if it doesn't quite reach the heights one might have hoped. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night, declares Anderson's Margot Channing, warning of the bender tantrum to come. In truth, the seatbelt is optional. Those who have seen the film in particular may be fine without it. While the source material is simply too darn good not to remain entertaining, the adaptation rarely enhances it. As a stage production, it's by turns scintillating and airless. And finally, Paul Taylor of The Independent said, quote, Van Hova's adaptation of All About Eve is emphatically a success albeit a qualified one. A coruscating sense of humor has never been a salient feature of this director's work. You feel that the wisecracking fun in Mankiewicz's knowing take on the theater interests him less than the dark psychodrama that he compellingly draws out of it. So James, it almost feels like, I don't know, maybe Ivo Van Hovel wasn't the right person to do this adaptation if he doesn't see how campy and, and, and high drama in a fun way that this show could have been all right next up disney releases frozen 2 trailer yeah it's it's not as much a trailer it's more of a teaser actually but in the in this little short minute plus video we see elsa trying to surf i think don't really know what's going on but she's using her ice powers to run through this water and i gotta tell you the water in moana was really impressive from an animation standpoint the water in this thing looks real they might have just added in real water video as far as i'm concerned because it looks amazing we don't get much dialogue or anything but there are definitely some uh you know lion king vibes some little mermaid vibes in there but it definitely feels like um arendale is being how do i put this so it doesn't anger people on certain political spectrums it, it looks like arendale is the victim of some massive climate change that elsa is going to have to battle along with um uh, her sister and uh, the goat guy, Groff, I don't remember his name, and uh, and Olaf. Uh, so uh, didn't really get a whole lot. Like I said, there's no dialogue in it, but it definitely looks like the, the Disney is taking a, a pretty interesting turn with this one. It looks great. Um, this, this will come out in November of this year. So if you haven't checked out the trailer first, I would be shocked because it was everywhere yesterday. Uh, but if you haven't, we will have a link in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. Uh, maybe it's like uh, Frozen meets Margaritaville and heads down to SpongeBob. And there's a volcano involved then, I would have to assume. Well, of course. <laughs> Matt, what other news do we have? Okay, uh, just two real quick things. First off, we learned of two new ASEANs joining the Broadway production of Wicked over the next month. First, on this coming Monday, Michael McCormick will take over the role of the wonderful wizard from the great Kevin Chamberlain, who finishes his run in the role this Sunday. And then on March 12th, Giselle Jimenez, currently playing Kate Monster in Avenue Q, uh, and also having starred with Daphne Rubin Vega at the public in Miss You Like Hell last year, she played Daphne's daughter, uh, she will take over Nessa Rose's wheelchair beginning uh, in March as well. So that's really exciting. And finally, James, something that is also incredibly exciting, but also a bit mysterious. Uh, yesterday, Feinstein's 54 Below announced that the original stars of the last five years, at least in New York, not in Chicago, there's a different uh, different Kathy in Chicago, uh, Norbert Leo Butts and Sherry Renee Scott will bring a new show to Broadway's Supper Club this spring. But 
we don't exactly know what it is. The press release just says that they will, quote, present a new work in development. The only other, the only other info that we get is that the concerts will take place from April 26th through May 2nd and that the multi-talented Todd Almond will music direct. James, there's literally nothing else. We don't know if Sherry and Norbert, uh, both writers in their own right, um, are writing the new work or if Todd Almond, if Todd Almond is, is writing it. Heck, we don't even know if JRB, Jason Robert Brown is writing it. Maybe it's a sequel to the last five years. Who knows? But whatever it is, if Sherry and Norbert are on a stage together, I have a feeling that it is going to be an event. And it's something that if you are in town and around New York in that area, you probably want to get on tickets as soon as they go on sale uh, later this month. I'm guessing it's uh, fan fiction. It's called The Next Five Years. And uh, Jamie has become an alcoholic and it's Valentine's Day and he's uh, feeling lonely and he calls up Kathy and uh, hilarity ensues. And one's going diagonally. The other one's going diagonally. They're not going forward and backward anymore. It's it's very confusing. You need a you need some sort of line plot or something to uh, to figure out the trajectory. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMAT. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And Matt and I will come back to get you into the weekend tomorrow. 